Hello and welcome to Getting It Down, capturing the moment of creativity. I'm your host, Andy Gordon, and in this podcast I chat with creative people and ask the questions, what is creativity? How do you be creative and how do you help people express that creativity? These are questions that might be hard to put your finger on, but when you do, you can feel the pulse. So sit back, make yourself comfortable and listen in. In this episode of Getting It Down, we head into country of the Yuan Nation, South Coast people, and specifically into Dirangaj country to visit Melanie Horsnell. Thank you for having me here today, Melanie. G'day. Um, mate, this place is, uh, is fantastic. You were telling me a little bit about how it came here. Um, was, that a, was that an interesting process, moving everything down? How'd you bring the walls down? <laughs> yeah, the house is made out of um, bits and pieces from... Uh, knocked down houses in Sydney and so there's like six walls from two different houses knocked down in a back street in Dulwich Hill and the the fellas who built it were um uh, creative yeah yeah <laughs> they sort of they'd get calls apparently and they'd get arrive at midnight and they with their truck and chainsaw and they'd cut the walls down and put them in a pile and save them for something and I walked past one day and there was these six walls chained together with a phone number on them and a um I said to them, oh, they look good. I'd like to make a tiny house. And they said, that sounds fun because they didn't want to just, you know, use these pretty walls for like an eastern suburbs uh, fancy house. They wanted to make something a bit rustic with it. And so they put them on a truck and they brought them down here and rolled them down the hill. And, you know, there's eight of us unloaded them onto a platform. And there you go. Got a house. (laughs) Far out. So you had built the subfloor and then... The subfloor. So underneath there's like... um, you know, steel, steel footings, which are from Fox Studios. Like it's ninety percent recycled. This house, so they're they were from, um, so being chucked out at Fox Studios, and then there's plywood on top of it. So that's new, I think. And then there's all these, you know, bits and pieces of old houses, and the beams are from the Slazenger factory in Sydney. So, yeah. How did you find all this stuff? Was it, were you just were you on the hunt? Well, it was the time. Well, it's kind of these fellas. The fellas were, um, you know, they're they're uh, like renegade finders in Sydney right. and uh you know and then I found them and I found their bits and pieces and wow. and then a lot of the other bits I find at the tip and stick on the wall yeah wow <laughs> and what does it mean to you to have a place now oh it's nice isn't it because like I like being on the road quite a lot yeah you do spend a lot of time away don't you yeah and I like you know, I like that life of being of traveling someone said to me once this is like a Slightly big. This is like a bigger version of a combi. Oh, for anyone <laughs> big, listening, it's much bigger than it's that. Much bigger it's, than it's that. Pretty, it's actually pretty spacious. It's pretty, it's pretty nice. And the know. funny thing was, it was meant to. Be, it was meant to be tiny, right. but because everything's found, yes, the walls have got a three meters high. Like you would not be able to build a cheap house no. with three meter high walls, except they're all found walls. Yes. So, you know, it'd be like two point one on a. On a That's right. Cheap house. So yeah, it's just accidentally quite massive, and but lots it's also of light. Beautiful. Yeah, and beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Do you love it? Oh, I love it. Yeah. So it means you kind of come in and you feel happy and go, oh, it's alright. I'm not on the road. It's so pretty in here. <laughs> yeah. Does it inform your creativity? Do you think to a degree? Um, I guess space always does. Mm-hmm. How do you mean? Like um, the other day, I went to my friend's 
house in Marimbula and I'd never been there before and I arrived and I just went, what? I just wanted to sit down and write something, this beautiful, um, you know, whitewashed cottage on the um, headland looking over the sea with the bush right behind it mm. and it just looked like a novel about an island. It just looked, you know, it has this instantly. So I said to her, can I please come and sit in your le- kitchen? Just, and she's like, okay, the key's out the back, you know. Like, wow, nice. <laughs> I can't help it. I kind of, that, you know, I, I think space definitely does something yep. for me. Yeah. Same with like, I turned up a gig in Northern Ireland and I'd never played there before. And it was a short notice gig, so you know, two people came along and then they decided to go sit at the bar. So I was left in this room that was really old um, and suddenly uh, I thought, hang on, I'm in this room. And then a song came out. So there's something, yeah, I think you, oh, you knocked on, accidentally knocked on something I didn't know I I had, but yeah, space must inform my creativity. Yeah, wow. When when you're in that moment and those songs come, are they f- fully formed at that point or is that something that you'll then work on later and, and dig into? I like grabbing the space yep. as much as possible and trying to not leave until you've got a fair amount of body in there because I've done it in the past where you just start something and then go away and then you don't, you often don't finish those things. So, right. Or are you, I... <laughs> I don't yeah, yeah. finish those things as well as uh, you know even if it's rubbish even if you finish a whole pile of rubbish in the spot and let yourself write a good amount and then go then that's a bit better than um remembering a space right I think. Yeah. right I'm hearing space is very important. Yeah, now that you've pointed it out, I didn't really Isn't <laughs> I it didn't really think that like there's a song I wrote for a band. I mean, called uh, the New Graces, yep. and um, now that you've pointed it out, like um, I'd, you know, I'd stayed at a friend's house uh, in Canberra, underneath their house, and I'd gone for a walk in the morning up. Um, oh, I've lost the name of the hill now. That's a, that's a Madura, uh-huh. Mount Madura, and and so um, I'd gone for a bushwalk in the morning, you know, because I was feeling a lot of a lot of big things at the time, and I needed a little hand from the environment to help me out. Huh. So I walked up the hill, and and I laid down on this um, big, um, big old rock in a creek that smelt like water, but there wasn't any water in the creek, so it just smelt like water. Yeah. And then I went up and sat under a couple of trees and made some friends with them. And as I walked back down again, this little thing came to mind of let, like not let yourself be loved, but let him love you or allow it to happen rather than try and enclose it. And that day I went to a gig, so I went to my, my concert at the Canberra Inn and I was playing and suddenly... Let you love me, you know, the melody of Let You Love Me um, came to mind in the middle of the show and I recorded it on my phone. Um, <laughs> side of stage, like I was pretending to tune, but actually I was singing the song into the <laughs> phone. <laughs> and, and then I knew that I couldn't go, I was meant to go home to Candlow that night, but I knew that if I moved, oh. I just was like, if I go home, I'm not going to finish it. It's uh-huh. just, it'll be this little note on my phone and never go back to it. So I rang my friends and I'm like, can I please stay tonight too? <laughs> and they're like, what? Okay, sure. 
and I, you know, I went and I've got my daughters with me. And so we went back to the house and I tucked them into bed and then I went outside in, sat in the bush just out behind the house and uh, with a candle and um, I just had to be there to try and wrangle a few verses out of oh, yeah. out of that. Um, and then obviously then I came home and it's a very difficult li- lyric um, when you, the lyric is about allowing something to happen. Yeah. And so then in my verses, I'm sort of talking about this relationship, you know, starting or, or whatever. Yeah. But then by talking like that, it sounds like you're trying to create something. So I had to change the lyric so much to like not let it sound like I'm trying to manifest or create something rather yeah. than it's such, it's being allowed to happen. Yeah. So it did take a few revisions to let that happen. Yeah. And was that also then a matter of trying to take yourself back to that place or by that stage you were so absorbed in the song that you could work on it at Candelow and just yeah. just dig in at that point? I could dig in after I'd really yeah. let the place fall into the lyric. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Wow. There's so much content, you know, like I could – I like to sort of dribble out a whole pile of yeah. um, lyric and sound all at once and yeah. then I've got a little bed of stuff that I can go and – Nibble on. So how do you decide when the idea is finished then and the song is done? When it relieves the feeling I had. Ah, <laughs> right, wow. I think. So, And that feeling is just as strong as when it arrives? Yeah, like it needs to speak to the... Yeah, I think I'm a feeling writer. Right. I'm trying to write more stories now. Still, you know, stories are in it, but, but um, there's a mood... Of a song rather than a story most of the time. Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah. And I write, don't laugh, <laughs> but I, I write. If I start something in a key, like if I'm walking and singing something in a certain key, oh, sorry, you know, yeah, in a certain key, I will not let myself change that key to a more suitable key on the guitar or um, I'm not allowed to change it until I've finished most of it um, because I often, this is going to sound a little hippie, but um, the mood that I'm singing about has a note yep. that is the base of it. And yep. and I'm like, if I move it up half a step or down half a step, I change the mood as I'm singing. You know, it, I suppose it could be a heart sound in a sense. You know, what my heart feels right now is this particular note and key yep. and I need to stay in it until it's finished. And then I can move it whenever, wherever I like. Afterwards, I get that. I don't think it's weird. Um, <laughs> I totally get that. Um, having listened to a few of the new Graces songs, though, uh, on the way down in the car and also yesterday, my question to you, Melanie Horsnell, is where does the key change come into that? Because <laughs> <laughs> you guys a, aren't scared of a key change. Yeah, I was thinking that. That was... Um, I was being funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I think I got that. Then what it was was actually like, okay, it's either going to have to have another verse, yeah. right? But like I said, the lyric is so like you couldn't say anything more about something that's about allowing something to happen. Do you know? Yes. <laughs> like you can't talk anymore about ah, it. Oh, yeah. You yeah. felt like you'd exhausted it. Well, yeah, like because you – Anything else would be trying to wrangle something and hold on to something and yep. trying to create some sort of love that you were wishing for. Yeah. And so just, it's just, no, nah, just repeat it again. Yeah. And um, so it was very fun to 
do a little classic country manoeuvre and just yeah. take it up. Yeah, yeah. And keep it short. Yeah, yeah. I did thought that I detected a little wry smile. Yeah, yeah. I know. And, it's, and the thing is, it's ridiculously delicious to have, you know, Kate and Robin sing the harmony yeah. and just bump it up into that yeah. loud, wonderful yeah. country, you know, uplifting chorus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like the first time you've um, delved into a more country sound, though, is it? Well, like, because, you know, like... As songwriters, yeah, we aren't it? anything. Yeah, we're just, we're just, I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. like, um, that's the always things that people say, oh, you know, like, oh, what sound do you use? And we aren't. We're just songwriters and it could be any sound. It could be metal if we wanted it to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And who's to say that you might not do that later anyway? Yeah, yeah. <gasps> no. Yeah. Move to Germany. Move to Berlin and get yeah. into it. Goblin metal. Goblin metal. Goblin folk metal. <laughs> <laughs> Singing from heart notes. <laughs> oh, man, it'd be gold. It, it could work fun. quite well, couldn't it? Yeah. Um, when you were growing up, was there a stack of music in your life or is it something that you've developed into? Um, um, you, you hear people when they, you know, mates being interviewed and they're like adult, their, their parents played all this sort of cool stuff that, that um, you know, they'll talk about Bob Dylan and the like. But no, we, we my dad was on country radio actually right. and so a lot of um i mean it's t- still cool like it's cool stuff but just different yeah cool um so and my mum loved the bgs so i listened to the bgs a lot but the old the 60s melancholy yep. music um of course you know dolly and kenny and willie and mm. um um dad had a crush on carol king i think right um, <laughs> i think i think it was carol king oh i might got it when i got it wrong so um you know, he'd put an article in the paper when he was on country radio about new music that had appeared, um, and I think he wrote about Carol King a few too many times. So, right, and they said enough of the Carol King already. They're like, oh, we know you like her. <laughs> and did do you remember listening to it and, and having any kind of feeling from it, or was it just the background to your life? No, because I love you know driving school holidays. We're driving to Kempsey. Right. So what's that? 12 hours in a car or whatever, some silly long distance. And, yeah. Um, and uh, I remember those, like the that Best of BG's 60s record. I just knew it off by heart and I would sing in harmony to it. And Right. Um, Juice Newton and, yeah, Dolly again. Mm. Simon and Garfunkel. Just the pop, it's the the pop folk of the time, wasn't it, really? Mm. Bread. Oh, my gosh. I love Bread and David Gates. Yeah, wow. Well, yeah. Right. And yeah. It was, yes, it wasn't background. I think I was harmonising all yeah, the time. Yeah, interesting. So you were picking the harmony and singing along with that. Yeah. Did anyone else sing? Like, was your mum singing or did you just... Pe- people liked to sing, but my mum and dad would tell each other to be quiet. Right. So they would make fun of each other's singing. Right. So it's one of my number one pet hates is people telling each other not to sing. Is like, Sure. Because um, obviously... Somebody there must have been a singer. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So isn't it interesting? I mean, I I grew up um, singing harmony as well. Like that was just I wasn't really interested in the melody. Yeah, I think sometimes it's because we can hear ourselves over it as well. Oh yeah. I was thinking about that because one or the or because it's not in the key that we're supposed to sing. So we often would pop up. I would pop up because it's you know especially if I'm singing along to a bloke or or whatever. I'd end up higher. Yeah. But um, I did wonder if it's something about being able to hear yourself alongside yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. 
Yeah. Do you think any of that stuff kind of informed your approach to songwriting or do you think it was more just a feel thing, It just part of your growing up, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I think, like I said, there's, there's a lot of country and melancholy and, you know, beautiful harmonies and that kind of lovely spookiness of 70s music. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's there's that in your work, isn't there? Yeah, I think, yeah. and But I didn't really think of myself as a songwriter at all. I was a, I thought I was a guitar player because I started playing classical when I was Spanish and classical when I was five. Right. To, until 18 I was studying it. And so I didn't think of myself really as a singer, even though I was in talent quests and stuff like that. I just thought I was a good guitar player. Yeah, and, yeah. And other things were things that occurred. Right. But, uh, but obviously it was, you know, and I wrote my first song in, when I was in year 10 because I had a crush on a guitarist in my music class. <laughs> it's, it's been downhill since, really. No, uh, <laughs> but, but that was the first, you know, the, you, I was drawn to need to write something, to describe something that I was stuck on. And so I went and got um, a Richard Mark song and I pulled it apart and I found all the pieces of it. And then I, I was like, how am I going to do this? Okay, well, I'll pull that apart and then I'll write something like that. And so I just restructured, I just rewrote a Richard Marks um, song as my first song by, you know, finding the structure in it. And yeah, wow. Yeah. So. <laughs> I wonder, um, sounds like a great way to learn how to write. Yeah, yeah. So I'd say that's, that's one thing I'd pass on to, to people. It's like, let's pick something. Let's pick House of the Rising Sun, and let's yeah. pull that to pieces. And, yeah, right. Um, this just we don't have to even write any other chords. Like let's, let's just sing your lyric over the top of House of the Rising Sun. Okay, now let's go and um, change the chords, mm. and and then mm. or whatever you know, or change mm. or change the melody with the same chords mm. or something like that. Yeah. Mm. Have you done that? Have you taught songwriting to people? Or? Yeah, a little bit. Like. Um, the Women's Resource Centre in town, and right, um, and or, you know, I suppose when we do our Candlelow Songwriters Club, it's not really teaching, but rather co, yeah. co encouraging, yeah, yeah, um, tricks and things. Yeah, yeah. Are you mostly working with other songwriters at that point, though, in the Candlelow one? Yeah, I actually did it with the South Coast Writers Centre as well. It was because they, you know, the form is more short stories and novels and poetry, so it was quite fun to. I was terribly scared, but yeah. because, you know, like I let myself do whatever I like with a lyric. Yep. I don't follow any form and also I don't follow any r- word rules. Yep. I, I make it up. Is that an intentional thing? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and also because <laughs> I do it on purpose because, like, well, aren't we the bosses of our we, – aren't we the lords of our – of language, yep. once we're writing it in a song or yep. in a poem, you know, what everywhere we're lords of language, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, and also probably because I wasn't taught grammar properly. So my daughter, she's eleven, and she has been taught brilliantly grammar brilliantly. And she goes, "Mum, that sentence," and and she'll <laughs> look, she'll she'll fix it for me. I think that's wonderful too, though. Yeah, so, yeah. But does it scan as well in the song? Uh it's mostly with. Oh, with, with prose. prose. And, oh, with prose, okay. just, or just my emails. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but, but I kind of, yeah, it's actually fun actually having her make comments in that sense uh, and, and 
I kind of want her to keep what she's got. It's so cool that she's got this, mm. um, you know, classic way of putting a sentence together. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Getting a good education. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. Dangerous. I know. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is wonderful, isn't it? Hey, where do ideas come from for you, Mel? Uh, I suppose they have, like I said, about the they they did start in an emotional way. Yeah, or a space. Um, or a space. Like over time, it's moved. I think like it started with emotions, and then and then sometimes it was forced songwriting. Like mm-hmm. you know, can you write for a film? So. Mm-hmm. Um, that was less about space, in a sense. And then probably in more recent years, yeah, like as a traveller, tra- travelling musician, arriving in people's houses and they put you up and you arrive in some beautiful places and you want to just really uh, adore the place that you're in at the time mm. and take advantage of the light and the... Um, suppose if I was a painter, I'd just paint it, right? So yeah, take yeah. advantage of the feeling that you have when you're in the space yeah. um, and to then make up a personal story. Or I need to, I need to learn to borrow stories more. I'm, I'm, I'm at the next phase of story borrowing, collecting and borrowing. I yeah. Think. How do you mean? Well, I think there's a lot of self stuff over the past oh, okay. 20 years. Right. But isn't why don't it always be like that? Like isn't the point that we take a story and then we put it inside ourselves and then we we put it back out because the personal is so delicious. You want to kind of believe that the person is singing about themselves a lot oh. of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or yeah, you just want to believe the person singing too. You know? Yeah, you want to believe. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so the personal does always is always going to hop in at mm. some point. Mm. But you don't have to live, you don't have to live a disastrous life to mm. to do. to write a cracking disastrous <laughs> song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bruce okay. Springsteen's good at that. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, I know. I was like, he's like what? the master. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> a great observer and story collector and then internalizer and put it out itself. It's yeah. 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 I love um I love the way that he also has these kind of characters that have existed within his songs throughout his career. Oh, yeah, okay. You know? Um like um like a filmmaker might like using the same actor every now and then, you know, yeah. the Cohen brothers are great like that. Yeah, yeah, okay. And so Bruce um often has Mary in there, of course, which has got a lot of uh extra weight because she's the mother, but um but she's the character that kinda of keeps being woven through songs and Oh yeah, okay. Um and then the you know, you're never sure who the guy is that's drifting and I mean I think when I was young I thought it was him but I'm under no illusion now, you know. Yeah. That he's just a man, you know, but he's the same man every time. Yeah, okay. Well, it feels like it to me anyway. Yeah, um, I'm going to have to go watch them now. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've got a few, but I need to go watch them all in a row or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I grew up um, really just flogging Born to Run. Oh, yeah. That album with he and Clarence on the cover and... I don't know, I kind of feel like I learned almost everything I know in life from that record. Mm. Just it was as good as the as the Bible as far as I was concerned. 
for morals and for everything. Yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how, what, what feeling do you get when you do tap into that space and a song starts to come? What does that feel like? It's a bit tingly in the fingers, I mm. think. Mm. And, you know, your heart beating a little. I get a little yeah, because I've got the girls with me and they're 9 and 11 and they've been, I, I, I keep them in the room. They've been in the room with me ever since I was writing. I mean, their whole lives. And so I used to stir the porridge and they'd say, mum, mum, mum. And I'd say, I'm writing a song. And I'd have my typewriter next to the porridge on the bench. And so it's interesting having them there while I write. And when you're saying, what does it feel like? Um, I must turn into a little bit like a like a blobby, barriered creature because they kind of go, no, no, and I go, shh. And I can't do anything. I have to do the thing that I'm doing. I have to write the song. Yeah. And and my ears go all weird. So if I hear a noise in the corner, I just block it all out. And I um, and I have to um, yeah, not let anything um, distract me from it. Right. But that but but I live with the distraction. I live with beautiful little beings yes. and squeaky houses. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it's just like the brain goes into like this little kind of mum-eared bubble. Yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh, and and uh, nothing but an emergency is going to get you out of it. Nothing this. gets out of it. Yeah, so yeah, I must yeah. just look. I must look funny from the outside. Right, but it's all very fun inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're cool with that. They've, yeah, they've yeah. grown to know. Yeah, they have. Yeah, so it's just like amazing. Enough of. I remember, like for example, when I did that "Let You Love Me" mm. song when I was writing a night, mm. and at first I was trying to write it in the room with them there, which was okay, but I was frustrated. Because they kept saying, "Come up, come, let's go to sleep," or tell me, they want to tell me a story or whatever. But I was like, "This thing, this idea is about to like explode out of my brain. Mm-hmm. I need, I need this, I need this." And then I just said, "I'm writing a song," and I, I can't believe that I hadn't thought of just saying it because I say it other times. Mm. They're like, "Oh, oh, okay, sure," because you know, one of one of them would have been singing, or one of them would have been doing something, jumping on the bed or something. <laughs> I'm writing a song. Oh, okay, you should have just told us. I said, "Okay." Oh. <laughs> they were quiet. And went, oh, <laughs> good. Which is what they, yeah, yeah. They, they they're good. Are they are they creative? Do you think? Yeah, 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 yeah. And like we all allow each other to make, right? Make and create. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's safe. Everybody's creative. Do you? Do you reckon? What is creativity, Mel? <laughs> but we all like. I reckon we all are. It's like what we're allowed to do. Like, my girls are allowed to be creative, and because I. Am, then I encourage their creativity, so it's likely they're going to be more creative mm. than others. But other people might be, you know, they're just as brilliant at maths if their mum was a, was an or you know more ordered, um, organised mathematician. Like they would also be, um, they could easily be like that. Mm. So we so much has to do with what we're encouraged to do. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. I used to teach little, I used to teach music to zero to five year olds. Right. You know, and you're just like, it's all inside everybody. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. And you could see it be ignited? Yeah, you know, ignited in different ways. But if someone says, would you stop wriggling your head? 
enough times, and they're not going to wriggle your head, are you? And and right. these little babies are just so excited that the music had started. They right. would do funny things. Their bodies would move in funny ways. And, wow. Um, and then as they got older, their bodies would move in ways that are more conventional. But, yeah, like um, we, we get uh, um, ordered a lot into... Yeah, wow. by by who we're around into little shapes. Right. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, right. So creativity is in us all. Yeah. Unless it gets beaten out. Yeah, it'll be beaten out. It's not a mean or, thing. Or even just, uh, just discouraged. Yeah, discouraged. Or even like uh, other, something other part of us is more encouraged, mm. maybe. Mm. 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 Gosh. Interesting take on it. Yeah. So that means that maybe my mum and dad accidentally encouraged me, I think. <laughs> oh. That's a tricky one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, but did they ever tell you to stop singing? No, no, no. That's the right. thing. It's like, it's like it was sort of part of them right. that was not encouraged and therefore yeah. something they That's were like, okay, she's showing signs of, so let's encourage that mm. part. Yeah. Mm. And we are safe. We've got a good, lovely world that we live in right now in one sense that lets us be creative. Yes. Whereas um, as, a, as a woman with two kids, maybe, you know, 20 years ago would not have been or 50 years ago not have been mm. or allowed at all, mm. possibly. Who knows? I'm thinking of Sylvia Plath now. There's always ways. Like I think there's people who just can't help but sprout it. Um, yeah. Even if they have to lock themselves in the toilet at night and write it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, well, I'm assuming that if a brass band moved in next door and started rehearsing 24-7 that they wouldn't stop you from writing, that you'd still find the space, shut it out and just... Yeah. Well, that's, that's what, like, a lot of... I remember when I had my first baby, Gypsy, um, that this strange thing happened where I suddenly lost all of my booking agents and um, this is when I was pregnant, lost lost all of the music industry contacts. How come? Because I was pregnant. Oh. And so obviously you're a woman and you're not going to make music anymore. Right. And that was it. And I thought, wow, I've never even thought of that. But it was so strange that, every, that the circle that was around me that was my support just dissolved. Right. And I had to come up with, it took at least two years to come up with a, Solution that was by sticking my head down and turning up at the Hopeton with the baby and playing the gig, even though that wasn't really allowed, yeah. and just turning up places with with, with her right. um, and bull, bullnosing through it all, and also in in that um, bullnosing through the idea that you can't write a song unless it's quiet, or because you can't be you can't. Well, I couldn't give the baby to somebody else. Mm. Like the baby had to and mm. was, came with me. Children mm. came with me and always have. So it's either stop or or make your mag- magic um, mummies occur and yep. just uh, sound it out. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 The idea that you have to have a quiet space is like you can't, you're not going to, that's a nice idea, but. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that wow. means you've limited yourself if you have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, has that has it been difficult over the years to to tread that path of being a mum and being a working musician and being creative? Yeah, funnily enough, this is a bit tough now. Like they've gotten to nine and eleven, it's suddenly like, oh, 
I think it's even harder than when there were babies. There was something I and and they came on the road with me from when there were two and four, as in all the time through Europe and yeah. everything like that. But um, yeah, I mean, the difficulty is never in children. Children are fun and creative, and it's 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 not um, having children and making music and art that's difficult. It's having children and making music and art and trying to live in the world that's difficult. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. It's adults that are difficult, not children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's like that's the most torture you have, the most difficulties you have are, I have are mostly to do with um, trying to be a capable adult in this world. Mm. Yeah. Mm. The children are the fun. They play. Mm. Being an adult's a demanding um, and largely boring role, isn't it? Yeah. You know. I know. Everybody wants something of you, and and nobody wants to play at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you've got to, you know, there's there's expectations of of providing in a certain way, or acting in a certain way, and um. Yeah, those are the things that we that keep you up at night. Mm. Not whether you read a story or not. <laughs> mm. 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 Are you ever happy with songs that you write and things that you've you've done? Yeah, I like. I do like my songs. Yeah, but but I wrote one for the first time in quite a while the other day, and I was like, oh, but you know, and I was doing the old buts and ifs and. Maybe it shouldn't, and maybe this is a bit like something I wrote last year. And and I was like, "Would you be quiet? <laughs> Shh, wait till it's finished." And I allowed myself to finish the song, yeah. and just like you said before, get to what looks like a conclusion, and then I leave it for a couple of days, and I go back and play it to myself, and then I kind of oh, I like it because it satisfies the intent of writing the song even if sometimes like there might be three intents that come down I kind of that like the song I wrote the other day there's yeah maybe a th- three things that I was sort of thinking about writing and maybe they're all in one song or maybe they're not but I'm quite happy with the with the message I've delivered in the end I think mm. yeah mm. So you had a dry spell where you weren't writing much. Yeah, this whole this isn't it funny. Some people are going off in um, in this uh, isolation time, right? Um, but I, I think I was spending a lot of my time putting all my creativity into trying to find work, right? And um, and also like the New Graces have an album, so I'm I'm I am the PR person by the looks of it, so. I, you know, a lot of creativity of thinking how to get the music out there when we can't play gigs and trying to do that all the time and then trying to think of how I can earn some money yep. and being creative with that, the ideas I put out there yeah. and then being really depressed and disappointed with um, the results of those ideas. Yes. And then I, I suddenly realised the other day, yeah, that I've spent a lot of my creativity in the past few months just trying to get work. Yeah, right. And then I went, that's why... 
I went and said, stuff it and I wrote a song. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, can't get work. Just don't worry about it. Just go write a song. <laughs> it sounds like, though, not so much as if the ideas weren't coming, but just that uh, everything else got in the way and you didn't get that chance. Well, the creativity was being used for other ways. the other ways, the, the get work. Like it was a creative idea of how to get work. So there was mm. creativity there, mm. but... Um, being put into not satisfying um, things. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I mean, PR is kind of fun when people write back, but, you know, it's not good very at fun. I'm good at, like, I, I always said I'm good in an apocalypse. Like, <laughs> now you got your go. You got your chance. <laughs> but it's if, like, people, you know, if something happened and you turned up and said, oh, no, I've broken down and I'm in the middle of the desert, I'd say, it's okay, I'll solve it. And I would come up with lots of ideas. And PR has that funny, you know, modern PR when you've got no money to pay um, for ads or anything is a bit like that. You've got to, like, um, get some people over there and get some people over there and then you've got no gigs so you've got to can't go anywhere and talk to humans because talking to humans is obviously a great way to mm. um, tell them about your music. Mm. But... Uh, yeah, so uh, it, it's a it's a creative thing, but I'm glad I'm not a PR person because right. I'd hate to use all my creativity up on that all the time. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Do you feel like there's only a certain amount of creativity? Yeah. Um, I or is it just no, hours in the day and exhaustion? Uh huh. Yeah, I just get tired yeah. looking at a computer screen too long. You get tired. Oh, true. Yeah. Yeah. Then you got a mother after that. So, yeah, I'm <laughs> tired. Oh, yeah. And um, what do you think is going to happen for the future? Like how are you going to get around this not playing in places? Because you're a performer too, there's no doubt about it. Like I'm assuming you're not just writing songs and, and you're just happy to put them in a the cupboard. I, no, I like I mean, you like humans. playing, right? Yeah. yeah. So it looks like, you know, the world may open up in performing since soon in small ways. Hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I realise like that I am a performer because the other week I um, made myself go busking uh, in a, in an arcade in in Bega, right. and it echoes and it's beautiful. And the delivery of delivering music to to from even to myself in a big echoey room was delicious. And then to have people walk past and watch their faces and see how it felt for them mm. was was also delicious. So, mm. yeah, definitely a performer. Did people enjoy it? Yeah, they were a bit cute. Like some of them walked backwards and forwards a few times. Not wanting to get busted. They just were like, oh. Oh, I think I forgot something I want, out of the car. I don't want to sit in the cafe because I already had a coffee, but I might walk backwards and forwards a few times. Oh. They were so beautiful. Did people um, put some coin in the case? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was good. I needed that too. But, you know, I, didn't, I needed the emotional fulfilment yeah. more than... The money, yeah, but yeah. the money is good because then I could feed the kids. <laughs> yeah. I bet the um, I bet the people didn't quite realise how much they needed it too. Yeah, that's and what that's what was beautiful. The look, yeah. of, the look of sort of being caught in a line waiting for coffee and and enjoying themselves mm. was really nice. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, and my my um, enjoyment of playing didn't surprise me but it was really enlightening yeah yeah comforting yeah wow. i like it obviously <laughs> and what's on the um what's in your writing how do you write do you write 
I heard you say typewriter before. Yeah. Are I, you a note taker? Do you have notebooks? Like, how's it work for you? How do you get an idea down? I was trying to avoid that old type into your phone thing, but I have succumbed sometimes to the type in the phone. Um, especially if you're singing in car, waiting for them to come out of gui- girls to come out of guides, <laughs> you yeah. know. But I, I normally have a notebook. I'm, I do like nice paper and a good pen. Yep. Um, Are you a single notebook girl, or have you got a couple on the go? I prefer to the single one. Yep. But I also think that some notebooks are really pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm trying to not actually go that way. I'm trying to just go with nice paper. So I have like these beautiful. Um, leather leather um, case that I got from a, a stationer in Paris right. and I and I go there and I buy the notebook that goes in it yeah. once every couple of years yeah. and, and it's this fantastic paper so hilariously my notebook is from Paris yes. and I get my paper from Paris yes. and when I visit yeah, I visit. but otherwise <laughs> I use like just a plain black like that one's my, my yeah. plain black yeah, plain black. Um, you know, can it slip into the um, Paris portfolio? No, no, it's a bit bigger. Oh. I'm going to admit that this particular, but I'm a bit fond of this particular. Book. This book, by the way, is a plain black notebook. Yeah, but this is like a school book almost, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's just a, a very it's that size. Anyway. It's got a, it's got it's something you know, of it's grid paper it's though. What's plain the story old grid there? paper. Um, I, I like, I don't know. I like grid paper as well. I like plain paper, which is my Parisian one, yep. and I like grid paper too. Right. Um, but I don't want to see anything with lines on it. But I don't – no, not really. No. Is that weird? No, I don't <laughs> think so. I like plain paper myself. I like plain paper. I can't – I don't know. I think I like that really, really thin letter paper oh. that you get from the newsagent, the old-fashioned way of writing letters, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. where yeah. you can put the little – yeah, I like I like that one. That particular lined paper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it weird? Like the little uh, kind of tricks or whatever you've got, comfort things. You Com- know. Yeah, yeah. The the deliciousness of the because one of the things I I learned when I was first you know thinking I was a professional songwriter I was doing the opening the show for Josh Pike I think in in Perth and on the way back from that show I realised that my hand was really stuck and I, I couldn't write as very quickly and all the words were squished and I had to train myself on that flight back to rewrite, to use circles and to write in a more um, Fluidy kind fluid of um, running writing yeah. way. I'd gotten all you know tight about it yeah, and yeah. now my hand doesn't get sore. Right. So yeah, I'd recommend that for anybody. Go yeah. re learn to relearn to write again. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And the longhand thing, you you obviously like that. Yeah. Mm. I like I do like writing it on paper. Mm. Uh, even if I typed it into my phone, I will write it in my book mm. later. I also like then you can open your book up and there's all these beautiful bits of poetry and lyric. Mm. Even if you don't use them, they look nice all mm. in there. Mm. Yeah. And do you sometimes gather ideas that that don't come in that flow and don't form a song, or are you is that previous method that you described more your normal way of getting to the to to a song? I like. Do I go back to those old pieces? Yeah, you haven't really yet. But you know, the upstairs is about three plastic tubs full of diaries. Right. Because I'm a bit. I guess I'm a journal. Writer in a sense, like since probably fifteen, maybe. Yeah. Not very consistent, but there's enough books there that 
from that time. Yeah. So there would be some fun ideas to go and look right. at. Well, that's interesting. So the journal writing doesn't really feed the songwriting. It's more. It's a separate pursuit. I like to make myself write um, a journal entry, and I used to just write emotions. Yeah. And then I was talking to Darren Hanlon, and he just writes an update about his day, and it's so it's not emotions. Mm-hmm. And then I said, well, maybe we need to have a little bit of each, and put a little bit about you know update about the day is things happened and then put a bit about the emotions of the day. So I'll do that. And then I I like to then give myself a, a brain jam where I have to write a spontaneous poem that is obviously allowed to be rubbish, but just write something in some sort of poetic form yeah. quickly yeah. down one page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So there's, there's, there's the creativity in all of, in that making yourself make something up on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. Goodness. Very nice to have a chat with you. Lovely. <laughs> and um, what are you going to do this summer? Better write a song. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm going to learn a song. Oh, are you? I'm, I'm going to learn a, when I'm a, a song by Andrew Ford, but I'm going to definitely try and write something, I reckon. Yeah, lovely. You spark me up. <laughs> oh, goody. Oh, goody. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, thank you so much, and uh, thank you for letting me come and visit you here. This is really special. Yeah, cool. Thanks, Ian. Okay. See you, Mel. <laughs> Well, you've been listening to Getting It Down, conversations about creativity. I hope you enjoyed what you heard and please tell your friends about it. That would be lovely. Remember to subscribe and join us for the next exciting episode.